pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome everyone to um, Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network and around the world on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if you are a regular listener, so grateful for you. And if you're brand new, welcome to a very different conversation. <laughs> Today's show is Why I Hate Valentine's Day, which happened to be one of those titles that I'm like, uh, I titled it for what reason? Um, I mean, a lot of times these shows pop when they pop, and I'm usually having conversations with my um, producer slash creation buddy slash um, help me get things done, um, wonderfulness, Keisha. And I'm like, why Valentine's Day? We wrote it down and we went with it. So that is what we are doing today. So happy Heart Day to everybody. It is February 14th. Um, and do you have a love-hate relationship with Valentine's Day? Does it feel like you are not doing something right if you don't have a Valentine? Does it feel like you are doing something right if you do? <laughs> um, are you one of the Valentine's Day rebels? Is it just a day that marks the middle of February? Ever wonder why so many people go crazy over the whole Valentine thing? Does it even actually have anything to do with love? Ah, that about sums it up. Uh, and uh, where shall we start on this? <laughs> it's funny. All the, I'm getting all the, the the download here, so hang on, everybody. So why do I hate Valentine's Day? And that's a pretty strong word, right? Like hate it. But how much of the participation in this day keeps you in the wrong of you? And I'm not sure how much the animals will play in, but I have a sense that they'll they'll get their their words out into the world as they usually do. Um, I always ask them for contribution before we start. But this, I'm a, okay. I'm not a holiday person. I am a humanoid of magnitude, and because someone says this day I have to do something, I pretty much don't want to do it. <laughs> I would love just to pick my random day, follow the energy, and contribute to people in that fashion. So whenever holidays come around, even birthdays, even my own birthday, when somebody says I have to do something, I pretty much do the middle finger and don't want to do it and dig in my heels. So even, you know, as teen, you know, even, gosh, Let's go back to grade school when we made out little Valentine cards. Remember, you could buy like the packages of these little rip-out cards. They usually had Snoopy on them, and you you wrote each of the kids' names on it, and you handed them out in class with the little sweetheart candies, which actually I think went out of business. I don't know how you do that in this reality, but I think they did. Um, I hated that. <laughs> like, I don't 
like these people over here and I want to hang out with my friends over here and this and I have to include everybody because I'm supposed to and it's all the energy of that um and as a kid I couldn't say I was like writing this down in my journal and actually you know being really aware of it but it was what if it's one of the ways these holidays um in particular I'm gonna I'm gonna say it Valentine's Day keeps you the same regular normal as everybody else. Like you need to like the the beginning said, either you're right if you have a Valentine, you're right if you don't have a Valentine, you're wrong if you have a Valentine, you're wrong if you don't have a Valentine. Like you don't even know which way is going and the proof of love that day is if you get a card, a candy, a chocolate, a rose. And if you have a boyfriend or husband, you better up the ante, right? Or you're wrong, something's wrong, the day is wrong, why is it wrong? And that's a lot of energy to manage. Um, and yes, yeah, Keisha's like crazy. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. How much do holidays in general keep us in the crazy? Keep us normal, keep us regular, keep us the same as everybody else. And what is it going to take to move beyond this reality? Um, a couple of years ago, Sean and I were looking at going away for the weekend and it happened to be over Valentine's Day weekend. And I, and literally I went, <clears throat> my whole energy, <clears throat> I, I don't want to go out and actually participate in the crazy. I don't want to go out and actually see that they raise the prices and at the restaurants and the hotels because people have to prove to other people that they love them that day. Like all of that, I would like to distance myself. And yes, all that resistance and reaction holds it in place too, right? All your alignment and agreement that you are right, perfect, and correct if you have a Valentine and all your resistance and reaction to everything else can we destroy and uncreate all that energy. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all night, boy, short, and beyond. So this show might be a little bit of me, a little bit of what I call my soapbox. And what if that will give you some space around this holiday too? And we did the holiday stuff back around Christmas and New Year's. That has a little bit of a different energy to it, right? Um, that's a lot of um, proving you are proper and correct within the family unit for the most part, right? And that you get the right gifts at the right times and do the right traditions. This one has a bit of an energy of um, someone loves me and or they don't love me. All the while, does it really even matter as long as you love you? And then we can get into that word of love, which has Oh my gosh, gazillions and gazillions of definitions. Um, so many definitions. I, I did you feel that energy is kind of go what? Like, have you ever actually looked at the word love? You told your mom and dad you grew up. You know, I love you. You know, you your first boyfriend. I love you. You know, you just I love you. But have you actually ever looked at? the word and what it what 
what does love mean to you? What does love mean to your, your parents? What does your love mean to your partner? What does your love mean to your animals? Actually, you know, we, we did have a, a call on does your animal really love you um, on Tuesday just this past week? And does it actually even matter to them at all? But what is your definition of love? Um, if you look at uh, people that are physically abusive, that's their definition of love. They pass that down, at least in this reality, generation to generation. That's what it means to love somebody. And everywhere you went, that well, that's horrible. That's not, that can't be true. But is it true for them? I grew up being beaten, so this is how I show my kids how I love them. Like, how twisted can love get? You know, and what does love mean to your husband? That he takes the trash out? Whereas you would like him to rub your feet. Like, what is, and I think there's even some stuff out there in this, you know, that love language. Like, what is your, you know, what, what is your proof of love? If somebody does X, it means they love you. Like, have you ever acknowledged that for yourself? And when that person doesn't do X, they're wrong. But they don't know what X is. And, oh, well, hey, most of us don't even know what X is. We just think they should know it. <laughs> See, it, it, gets, it gets very, huh, right? Huh, Dr. Andy? Right? And so what if, if nothing else, create this, this show, this conversation, me, me talking, you know, let's just say it like it is, creates a little bit of space and gets you asking questions. Back to that old, not old, it's actually brand new and very few people actually ever utilize it in their lives, is to ask a question. So what does love mean to me? And what am I expecting of this other person that they don't know that I'm expecting and I'm not even aware of that I'm expecting, projecting? judging. Everything that just brought up, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And Keisha put, Keisha's in the chat room with me, and she's like, and are we even willing to receive it? And that, my friends, is a whole other level to this whole conversation. Received. So, when you're a husband brings you flowers and you wanted chocolate, but he didn't know that, and he he happened to remember to get you something on Valentine's Day because, oh yeah, right, the guy has to do all this. The guy better drop the coin, right? I mean, he may get a card, we may, you know, but if the guy doesn't drop the coin on the day, something's wrong with him and something's wrong with you, right? On the on the heart day. Um, and he brings you chocolate, but you're not even grateful for the chocolate. You say thank you, 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 you know, and then what? How many women go to, oh, he's trying to make me fat, or he's, or he thinks I'm fat, or, or, 
or no, that's right. He got you flowers. That's right. I messed up the story. He said he got you flowers. You wanted chocolate, and he got you flowers, and now you think you're he thinks you're fat. Like, how much crazy does that go on? And then you don't ever receive the flowers from him. You may say something to him, but that energetic bump is what he's going to run into, and he he goes into the wrongness of him. But you get how the energy of love, the energy of the day, the energy of the crazy is actually in the simple and the smallness of the day. Like what would it take to totally, completely receive those flowers and your husband, boyfriend, partner, best friend, whatever? What would that be like to receive that in totality for you and for them? And everything doesn't allow you to be no perceive and receive all of that with total ease, joy, and glory. Will you destroy, destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine voids, shorts, and beyond. Whew. Okay, we're going to take our very first break. We're going to come back, talk a little bit more about love, receiving, why I hate Valentine's Day, and what would it take to make every day Valentine's Day? Why do we only need one stinking day orchestrated by, oh, let's see, the card companies, namely Hallmark, so many years ago, and we all fell victim to it. Hook, line, and sinker. How can we make Valentine's Day different for you and the people you love in your life for all the years to come? We will be right back to Dr. Andy's world. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back and forward to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network and then around the internet globe on your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today on um, why I hate Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Maybe I'll just rename the day. Um, and the very first segment, we kind of like transverse universes. Um, especially around the word love and all the definitions of love and what does love mean to you. And if you've never actually acknowledged that for yourself, like really sat down and what does it mean to you and what do these people mean in your life, but not from a significance standpoint, but from what's it going to create, what is it going to take to create beyond that and what if that beyond love which what if there is actually that what if there is a beyond love and what if that's gratitude what if love with all of its many definitions all of its abuse all of its manipulations and manipulations are not always a bad thing um so it's not even a word of manipulation that i want to use but it'll come to me or keisha will throw it up on the chat room because she rocks like that and I swear she reads my mind most of the time. Um, what if we can go beyond love into gratitude? What if love is a judgeable offense? What if love is, is, is judgmental? Because it means you have to act a certain way, so I love you. Is there actually anything that truly is unconditional love? Or do we need to step into gratitude? Gratitude is gratitude, is gratitude, is gratitude. What if we went around and said, I gratitude you? Right? You're grateful. There's no other definitions. There's no twist to it. There's no judgment in it. You are just grateful. You are grateful for the flowers. You are grateful for the chocolate. You are grateful for being stood up. You are grateful for the wonderful meal. You are just grateful that that person is in your life. Even if that person is in your life wreaking havoc, what if you can be grateful for that? What if that is facilitation to show you something more about you? But when you go into, I will only love you if you behave this way, or you do this for me, or you read my mind and get me chocolate and not flowers, that is energetically difficult for most people. And it's not just you doing it to someone else. You are also having other people, quote unquote, do that to you too, right? Like you have to behave a certain way. So you can not have your mother yell at you, or if you behaved a certain way, then you will be in the will, or you know there, you know, or you know, like you have to be somebody that you're not when you're trying to get them to love you. What if everyone can just be grateful for everybody else? And. Like, do you even feel the space on that? Like, it is like, I, can, I there's nowhere even to go and argue for or against grateful. It is just grateful. 
And you can be so, so grateful for some of the, what we consider in this reality, the worst behavior. Because what if that is showing you what else, how else and what else you could be in your life and living? So it's all the judgment of Valentine's Day that I bump into that I dislike so terribly. And all of my, I'm going to go with me, all of my resistance and reaction to Valentine's Day and what it means and stands for everybody, at least in the United States, I don't know how far Valentine's Day goes, if it's worldwide. Can we destroy and upgrade it all? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Because when I fight against it, when I hate Valentine's Day, I actually hold it in place. So how much more gratitude can I be? How much more gratitude can you be? How much more space and difference can you be this Valentine's Day that creates ease for all of your loved ones in totality? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Of course, Keisha tells me most of the world because she knows these things. She likes to research those things. <laughs> so like I mentioned in the first segment, we did have a call earlier in the week, does your animal really love you? And it was, um, see, animals get in there. They always get in there. They're, they're, they're um, amazing beings. And what was very interesting leading up to the call was all of the of the Facebook posts to um, our posts to our ads? You know, we we do utilize um, Facebook in this reality to our advantage, and we were inviting people to a very different conversation. I'm not sure if they knew that when they signed up. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty apparent on the call they didn't know what they were stepping into and how much more fun did I have. But all of the posts, of course, my animal loves me. Of course my dog loves me. Of course my dog loves me. Of course my cat loves me. Of course my horse loves me. Um, and it was like, really? Because the, the question is, does your animal really love you? It wasn't, again, we go to that proving, right? And they were all throwing proving energy at me. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they love me? I'm a lovable person. I love them. <laughs> I judge them. Of course I love them. <laughs> so. If we go from our earlier conversation and we, most cases, utilize love as a, a, a judgment, right? We're going to judge you as how you're behaving to me if I love you or not, right? I mean, that's essentially the tool that that is and how that works. Do our animals really love us? The answer would be no, because they don't sit in judgment of us. Aha, Dr. Andy, right? They adore us. They are grateful for us. They choose to be with us. But if we take the actual word love and apply it to the animals, no. They do not sit there and judge us. So no, our animals don't really love us. Hot diggity, right? They are grateful for us. And what if one other reason they are in our lives is to show us gratitude, no matter what? 
no matter if they are treated what we deemed shitty, no matter if they get gourmet meals, no matter if they are locked in the house all day for 12 hours because you had to work too long, like what if they are in our lives to be the gratitude that we can also choose to be? Everywhere you are unable to be, know, perceive, and receive all of that and more can we destroy and uncreate it all time with that billions. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And how the call was very beginner level. And if this is your first time listening to Dr. Andy's World, I might apologize a little bit. We kind of got a little deeper than I tend to hear. But those that have been listening for a while, this is kind of, you're used to me going here. And, and thank you for hanging. Um, but in the call, we didn't go any deeper. And then I explained it too much and lost my thought. They're here to be our gratitude. Right? And how much more gratitude can we be? Love us. Ah, uh, yes. And that proving energy from everybody posting on the call. Like, of course they love me. Of course they love me. Of course they love me. Do we have animals in our lives to prove to us that we are lovable? Everyone else. I almost made me cry. Everything that is, times a gazillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, boy, shorts, and beyond. Because it's a question I actually ask a lot of clients. It's a question I look at is, why do we have animals? And what if the most, most of us unconsciously choose to have them in our lives to prove that we are lovable, all the while thinking we are unlovable? Because no one does love the way we want them to but we never tell them how to do love so we can receive it, even though we would never receive it, even if we got it the way we think we would what we would want it. And if you followed that, that's amazing. Everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And if you didn't get it, re-listen, re-listen, re-listen until you can hear it. I am speaking English. Um, I swear I am. But, you know, let's really, let's, let's ask a few more questions, right? Like, do we have these animals in our lives to prove that we are lovable? All the while, thinking we are unlovable. And when I say thinking, I mean thinking like stuck in your head, in your mind, that is never going to be grateful for you and will always keep you wound up and rethinking and rethinking and never creating more than what the mind thinks you can create because the mind would like to keep you safe from all the imaginary fear and shit that's out there that's not actually true, that if you were just grateful for everything, you could create more. And yes, what if we also have our animals in our lives for many other reasons? They make us laugh. Um, but what if that's all I got? They make me laugh. And <laughs> what if it is that simple? Because <laughs> um, they also require a lot of doing on our part that I do find quite interesting. 
that we have these critters in our homes, in our lives, that require so much doing on our part. Um, and that, that is a conversation I would um, love to get into at another time because I've been looking at it for years. And I think I blew your mind enough for one show today. Um, but yeah. What if we created some space? What if you're not wrong at all, period, ever, including on Valentine's Day? And what what does love really, what is your, what is what have you decided love means to you? And again, not in this significant love could save the world crap that's out there. Um, all we need is love. No. What if all we need is gratitude? But what have you been projecting at people that they have not been fulfilling that even if they fulfilled it, you wouldn't receive it to your always making yourself wrong when it comes to love. Everything that is, times a gazillion, will you destroy it and uncreate it all? Great, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So, I think I got to why I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> and if you made it through those two segments, uh, congratulations. If you're kind of swirly, kind of floaty, go back, re-listen. There might be something more in there for you. Um, and we're going to take another break. We're going to come back. We're going to like downgrade this to what is coming up in Dr. Andy's world. And then we head into our final segment of Ask Dr. Andy. So we will <sighs> lighten the load a little bit. So hang in there. Um, and we will be right back here on Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. 
To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome back and forward. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World oh, with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network and all around the Internet world on your favorite podcast platforms. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am here live every Friday afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um would love to have you join me live. Um, you can always hop on in the chat room um, with me and my producer, usually the wonderful, giggly Akisha. Uh, but you never know. Sometimes we have surprises. Uh, so what is coming up new and different? Because <laughs> it's all very different here in Dr. Andy's world. Um, next, since we just had our February free Zoom, we now are looking at March. And that one is at the end of the month. It's March 31st. And it's called The Only Problem I Have with My Dog or My Animal is My Husband. And I always give everybody a moment because they kind of giggle. And it's really not husband bashing. It is about congruency, household congruency, pack congruency, everyone being on the same page. Um, what are the energetics of that in your household? And what if it was more congruent? What would that shift and change with your animals? Uh, because if you are doing one thing and your husband is choosing to do something else, how is that working out? Um, so, and if you would, if you're like, oh, yeah, what does Dr. Andy have? That will start, um, the registration will start here soon. I'm assuming, and you could do that on our free membership emails. They go out every Tuesday. If you are not on that free membership list, it's easy peasy to do that. Um, it's on the podcast page here, wherever you're listening. Um, you could head over to Facebook, Dr. Andy Harper, um, my professional page. Uh, there's a little blue sign up, and if you're there, like the page too. God knows Facebook likes it when you like shit. Um, and you could also do it on my website, uh, DrAndy'sWorld.com, and I think when you get on the homepage, yeah, it pops up. It actually says the three of the most popular Dr. Andy's World podcasts. You can, and it says free stuff, um, and that'll stick you on the free membership list, and then you'll get the emails, and you'll know what's coming up. Ah, there's also a bunch of other stuff on that website, so scroll around if you get over there, DrAndy'sWorld.com. So we have the free Zoom call at the end of March, but before then, we're gonna do, this is our maiden journey here, maiden voyage, we're gonna do three days of Facebook Lives, and it's gonna be all about anxiety, and oh shoot, what days were that? March 8, 9, 10? Crap. <laughs> I didn't write that down, I have it, it'll be 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, and it'll be on Dr. Andy Harper's page, but I, don't know the dates that I decided on. Um, so that will also, if you scroll down, it will be on the podcast page. So you can find that out, I think. Or the link will be there and you can find out. But we'll do Facebook Lives. We'll, I'm going to come on. I'll answer some questions. But we're really going to be there about 15, 20 minutes. 
three days in a row all about anxiety. And generally the big ones, separation anxiety. Um, so join us for that. And there'll be, it's the beginning of March. We got a couple, couple of weeks. So we'll get the exact dates to you. Next week's show, um, we're going to head back to our, just our continuing series of conscious carnivores. Um, it started out, and that's uh, next Friday, February 21st. Um, that series started out just as like raw feeding and the correctness of raw feeding versus kibble and all of that kind of energy. And everything that is, can we destroy and then create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shirts, and man. So it kind of morphed into a bigger umbrella. Um, I, I think the topic is what are you scared of? If you change, like kind of what are you scared of if you change your dog's diet? Not necessarily going full bore raw and bone, but what are you scared of when, when you are looking at changing your dog's diet? And oh my goodness, I think I've heard everything in the book. So we're going to kind of go through all of that energetically. Um, of course, create some space, ask some more questions and see what kind of difference we can create here on the planet with our animals and when it comes to their diet. I think that's it coming up. I think that's plenty. And oh yeah, we got more. Don't you worry. But until then, let's take another quick break um, here from Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network. And we're gonna come back with our final segment after Dr. Andy. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back uh, to Dr. Andy's World with myself here, Dr. Andy. We are talking about, well, at least first couple of segments is why I hate Valentine's Day. So if you miss those, head back, listen to them. They were a lot of fun, a lot of different information in there um, that you could utilize to create some space and some change for yourself and your living and your animals, of course. Now, we're at our final segment. It is quickly becoming everyone's favorite. Um, it's Ask Dr. Andy. I've got a couple great questions, and to set the stage, I'm going to ask my favorite question of the season. What magic is actually possible for us to tap into with our animals and co-create something we have never imagined possible? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boy shorts and beyond. I just adore that question. Um, okay, here we go. Question one. I gotta, I gotta get my pippas ready here. Okay, hi, Dr. Handy. My seven-year-old husky mix has been limping on her right back foot since summer. And my friend turned me on to you. I think she means the radio show. Um, so she found an animal Cairo in her area. Um, we have gone two times. Uh, Jasmine seems to enjoy the business, but when will the limp go away? Um, we have been to so many doctors, and it has been going on for so long. I'm at my wit's end, and I know Jasmine is too. Please help um, in Illinois. Okay. Well, it has been going on a long time. Everything <laughs> times against tell you the story don't create at all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boy shorts, and beyond. Yes, there is this thing in this reality called chronic and acute. Acute is new, chronic is old. And when chronic has been, chronic means it's been there a long time, which means it has um, collected a lot of different physiology of the body, meaning we have inflammation, we have decreased awareness of the area because the body's like, that's been going on for a while. We have jammed in and held on to and concentrated so many projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that to unravel that may take some time. And two visits of body work on a dog that may have never even had any body work, so the body is getting familiar with it, um, isn't enough generally to see a change. And everywhere we aligned and agreed with that and that being of this reality, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, beyond. So I don't, it sounds like maybe this is the first time this animal's had any body work. That's why regular body work, when something does occur, the body's like, oh yeah, I know this. Oh yeah, I know this energy. Oh yeah, I know I'm going to get a massage. I can, you know, and the body's like, yeah, I'm going to, I know what to do with this. When you are just starting with body work, your body's like, what the hell is this? I don't know what this is. And so you have a little bit of a bigger curve to travel up with on that. Um, and the energy of, I'm at my wit's end, destroying, uncreate all that, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boy, shirts, man. What body and what being can create more when the continual projection is, I'm at my wit's end? Do you see how, do you feel, not feel, but do you sense how closed down, how dense that is, how 
like nothing is moving when you're at your wit's end. And I know this is a saying, and if you happen to say that a lot, you might want to be aware of that and stop saying that. <laughs> you can si simply just stop saying that and choose some other words and see what will change. And then she went so far as to, and I know Jasmine is too. Is that even correct? Do animals have a wit's end? Not that infinite, infinite beings don't have wit's ends. And when you are being an infinite being, you don't have a wit's end. You have a what's next. When you are being a finite being and basically a pile of shit, you have a wit's end. So your dog is not at her wit's end. She's limping. That's it. This this is bothering me. This is painful. Um, how much it's bothering them, how much it's painful, sometimes we can get a sense of that. Sometimes I can get a sense of it. Sometimes we don't. Because they don't have a point of view about it. This is bothering me. What is it going to take to change this is the question. Jasmine, what is it going to take to change this? Who do I need to talk to? Where do I need to go? Would you like some medication? Would you like a supplement? Would you like to see this practitioner? Ask your questions to create energy. Follow the energy and see what happens. But you actually have to go and then do things, which is awesome. She's there. She's seen, she went a couple times. Go again. Do it again. Do it again. Create more space. Ask another question. Do it again. Who else do we need to add in? Do, would you like to go to the veterinarian? Would you like to have a diagnostic that will tell us what's wrong with you? Which is essentially what a diagnostic does. It tells people what's wrong with them. And everything that is tells animals what's wrong with them too. Everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So if Illinois, if Illinois is listening um, or catches this on a podcast, um, I hope that's helpful. I hope that will shift the energy a little bit um, and create some space around what, what you are choosing to do with Jasmine. And now what else is truly possible for you and Jasmine? Okay. Second question. <laughs> that was... That was Quite an intense question, actually. Which, when I when I picked it up, I was like, "Ah, we'll talk about some limping. See where things go." I'm enjoying this show immensely. I hope you guys are too. Um, now and in the future. All right. Question number two. My little Boston Terrier just had an MRI for some mild neuro deficit, um, neurological system. Um, you know, it's it's the electrical system to all your muscles and basically makes everything work. Um, neuro deficit in the rear. I don't know what that means. Um, in dogs, they, they'll walk on the top of their feet sometimes because they just don't know that their foot is flipped that way. So I don't know if that's what's going on or not. Um, she doesn't tell me age or anything. It, um, the MRI, it showed all the discs are okay, but there is a section of his spine that is very inflamed. So they diagnosed him with an autoimmune disease that is causing the inflammation in the spinal column. So yes, if you have inflammation in your spinal column and it presses on that cord, that big cord, 
Um, we have it, but we're standing upright. Dogs have it, but there's, you know, their backs are um, parallel to the ground. So just they have a spinal cord. Um, they didn't have a name for it and want to treat it with a chemo drug. If they don't know what it is, how or why do they treat with a chemo drug? If that's the actual question, I have no idea. Um, this reality and medicine in general, be it people or animals, um, they always want to know why, which actually why why something is, is an absolute terrible question because it just keeps you back looping back in, right? So why does this dog have a neuro deficit in the rear? Okay, now we did the MRI and we found out why we have this inflammation. Okay, cool. So now why is that inflamed? Who knows? But what will, why, do you, like, where do you go with this? And so now that they have all the whys in place, they need to give you a what. They can't just leave you, right? They have to give you a what. So they better make up something. And that is my opinion. Do what you want with that information. Ask your own questions. But when, and this is more of my opinion, again, do what you'd like with it. When they diagnose anything with an autoimmune disease, that means I don't know. Autoimmune disease diagnoses are junk diagnoses because they don't know why something is happening. But they still want to treat it because, well, that's their job, right? That's their point of view. And we have inflammation, what did she say, of the bone, of the spine that is hitting the spinal column, which is causing this neurodeficit, from what I gather from this question. Um, why, why would they treat with a chemo drug? I, I, I have no idea. I, so now, now, this is where you need to know your animal. This is where Dr. Andy's world would love to get everybody is to empower you to know what you know about your animal. Will the chemo drug contribute here? Yes, no. Ask, ask a question. You get a no. What else is possible? Ask the doctor. What else you got? Ask another doctor. What else you got? Ask the animal. Do you need anything for this? Yes or no? What if this is all self-resolving? What if the animal's already handling it? What if you ask the animal to heal its own body? And where, who else do I need to talk to and see who shows up? Ask your questions. Empower yourself. Empower your animal. And see what is created. What if all this fancy technology, all these fancy diagnostics, all of these fancy words and fancy pills actually keep you in the mediocrity of this reality? What if to create beyond requires questions and action and not the easy way out with diagnostics and pills? Everywhere, that is the opposite of what this reality is telling you on a daily basis. Are we just trying to uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And what if it is truly possible to empower yourself to know what you know about your animals and empower your animals to know what they know about themselves and to 
actually heal themselves. I actually have a, how much time? Okay, I think I have a time for this story. So um, my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friend comes and walks my dogs and has for years. And she was here, I don't know, many months ago talking about her um, Rottweiler who has bone cancer in her jaw. I think that's what it is. It's something in her jaw. It is cancer. If it's soft tissue or bone, I'm not, I don't recall. And she got it diagnosed, so we know the why, and she did not choose to do chemo. And she was doing some other alternative stuff. Cool. And she was like, meh, she wasn't feeling it. Meh. And, and I, we're having this conversation, and I go, why don't you ask the dog, her name is Eris, to heal herself? Give her that job. It's not actually your job. Give her the job. And she's like, huh, okay, she's used to me. She's used to my weird questions. Um, and she actually has gotten used to me because when she first worked with me back in the office, she was like, oh, my gosh, a woman is crazy, right? And the office got shut down, and we're still good friends, and she still walks the dogs. And now she has a job at a metaphysical bookstore. And so many couple months after that conversation, Eris is talking to one of the psychics that's there, and she tells this lady, I don't sleep much because I'm working on healing myself. Because we, in that conversation, gave her that job, and she took it on. Told the psychic, the psychic told um, my friend, and she's like, oh, my gosh. Now, I don't know the timeline, but I'm pretty sure Eris is here two to three times longer than the vets ever thought she would be. She's still kicking. She's still eating. And, oh, yeah, she didn't. Mom followed her knowing with her dog about what was going to work for them and did not follow what somebody else, namely her veterinarians, thought would be best. So what if it's actually not your job to take care of your animals? What if they can heal themselves? And I believe that is a wrap for this episode of Dr. Andy's World. And until next time, what if your points of view create your animals? Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?